Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 121 of Manage the Wild. There are things going on in nature that when you hear about it, it just blows your mind. And then as you read about it, it just makes sense. But it's the topic for me of delayed implantation. I just, like, I get how it works, but I also don't understand how it works. And how long did it take to develop this as an evolutionary trait? Delayed implantation happens when a male and female of a species get together and they mate. Yes, it has to be a male and a female. They get together. The male fertilizes the egg. The egg is in the uterus, and then it is just put on pause. Now, there's multiple species out there. There's well over 130 species that use delayed implantation of some kind where they are just basically capable of hitting the pause button. And it, it's in mammals, marsupials, it's in birds. I know turkeys use it in some situations. And it's not across the board. Like, it's not going to be always that case. If it happens here, it's not going to be in another area. And I just, my mind is just, it's difficult to wrap my mind around this process. What happens is once the egg is fertilized, it starts to divide. And in that dividing process within the uterus, it then gets put on pause and it just basically floats around until the body signals that it's time to begin development. And so I started researching into it. There's a couple of different triggers that can trigger... Um, the development to begin. There's there's two that I've really come across. There's the facultative dipause. And this is if a, a female, let's say she has a litter of kittens or a, a black bear with cubs, then chemically their body is signaling that they are not ready to get pregnant again because they're already feeding cubs or kittens. And so the chemicals in your body put that development on hold until the cubs are weaned. Once they are weaned, the body releases a chemical and the development of the embryo will start to begin again. The other one is an is a interesting one that I didn't fully understand. I don't think researchers do either, but you can read multiple ar articles about it. It's called obligate dipause. And this is called, or seasonal delayed implantation. Basically, they mate in the optimal time of year. They delay the implantation. So their babies are then going to be born in the optimal time of year. So, and you mostly see this happening, or from my research, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you see a lot of this happening the higher the latitude. So think about your winter seasons. A lot of animals, mammals and whatnot, will start to mate at the end of fall, winter time, and then their offspring are born going into summer when all the snow and everything has receded and the most green up is happening and there's all this nutrients and then they go out. But what happens if their gestation period is super short and they mate in the late fall right as they're going in the hard time? If their gestation is too short, the offspring will be born at the wrong time, right in the middle of winter 
and they'll die from lack of nutrients and all the other problems that come with winter. And so they can delay their implantation, and I haven't figured out a, a time frame, but they can delay it for quite a bit, of, for a long time. Black bears, they use delayed implantation. They mate in late summer, and they can even delay the implantation, implantation until the beginning of winter. So you're talking 60 to 90 days. I don't know. That just seems like a, a long time. But they can delay it, and then their offspring will be born in the perfect amount of time. It's just one of those concepts. It's not new. It's not unique. It's not different. But it's new to me, and it's just how long do these traits to develop? And you imagine, like, the amount of time it took for the right amount of delayed implantation to happen and all those things coming together. Just a crazy number of factors to be able to bring it all together and for this whole timing and everything to work out. It's just nuts. Wildlife is awesome. It's just crazy that uh, there's all these things that we continue to learn about and to just study and research because delayed implantation can be used in medical research and it can directly affect humans. So this is just another one of those cool things that you just keep learning about. So uh, one, one example of how delayed implantation is helping people is scientists are learning and understanding human production. They're using delayed implantation to understand human production stem cells and also cancer treatments. Because if they can delay... If they can give you a drug and your body can hold that drug and not release it until cancer is happening, then those drugs can then go in and target. Another way is um, for IVF treatments, uh, people who find themselves infertile, they can use delayed implantation to release it into the body at the perfect timing for when the egg is ready to receive and so research is going on to benefit not only wildlife and understand wildlife, but also to benefit people. Hey, if you enjoyed today's article, go ahead and hit like button. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram. Let all those people know, and we'll continue to grow this platform as I work to get more and more biologists and researchers on it. Thanks for sticking with me. Have a great day. Stay wild.